0: and finishing your very own oncology case report. Save your seat today at the slash framework. Again, that's the OncoPT.com slash framework. Hey everybody, so it is September 2nd if you are listening to this real time, which means that the exam deadline for the oncology specialist certification exam is less than a month away. That's right, October 1st is the deadline for the exam, and I wanted to spend today's episode talking to you about some of the logistics of the um, exam and the application and kind of what I'm doing as I'm prepping to actually take this exam in 2021. So stay tuned, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Let's get cracking. Welcome to the OnCo PT podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent OnCo PT. Here's your host, Elise Decker. Alright everybody, happy Wednesday to those of you listening today. Otherwise, happy day wherever you're at this week. So what I'm going to be talking about today is the Oncology Specialist Certification Exam that is happening in 2021 in the kind of late February, early March time frame. But I bring this up today because it is September 1st as of today when I am releasing this episode which means that the exam deadline is coming up very, very quickly, and it's actually October 1st. Now, normally, it the deadline for this exam is much, much earlier in the year. However, because of COVID, unfortunately, for a lot of different reasons, but good for us on this side of things when it comes to the exam application, the application deadline was actually extended by three months to October 1st, which is coming up, like I said, shortly in less than a month so if you're even thinking about taking this exam in 2021 now is the time to get started on your application and what i'm going to be doing today is talking to you a little bit about what the application process looks like what all you need to include in your application and then maybe some just kind of clarification on some of the things that i know i've been trying to navigate as i do this so disclaimer i am going to be taking the exam in 2021, I have been studying for a few months now with a buddy and we've been doing some really, really great work. I'm actually really looking forward to this Um, really as a way to kind of, you know, demonstrate my knowledge, demonstrate my expertise, but also to learn more about oncology. You know, my area of oncology thus far is only about yay big, but there's so much that goes into it. And even just studying for the exam, I know that I'm already improving my my skills and my knowledge because of how much we're having to learn about all the different types of cancer and its treatments and how it affects patients so really really great way um, to like I said advance your practice to advance your knowledge and this is all without even having paid anything this is just studying that we're doing on our own but I can tell it's definitely making a difference for my clinical practice and I definitely think that my study buddy would agree with me on that so application deadline again is coming up October 1st and let's kind of go over what the application actually looks like, what you need to do, what you need to have in order to apply, and some of the other numbers that you'll need to know. So the application for the exam is all online. So if you go to the American Board of Physical Therapy Specialties website, so abpts.org, you can find all the different certification information for all the different specialties within. APTA and oncology is one of the newer ones. It was a it was excuse me approved in two thousand sixteen. It's the ninth specialty area, so brand spankin new. The first exam for oncology was actually in twenty nineteen, and there were some really really wonderful people who no surprised passed on that first exam. I've had several of them on the podcast and that was kind of where we hit the ground running. And so this past year was the second class of people who sat for the exam. And then in 2021 will be the third class. And that's my goal is I'm going to be taking the exam in 2021. So when you're going to apply for the, to sit for the specialist certification exam, you of course have to do it very much in advance. And Again, normally the deadline's earlier in the year. Things have changed, so it's October 1st. So the application deadline is October 1st. And then the initial certification exam fee deadline is December 28th. And then at this point later in December, they will begin issuing scheduling permits, which means that you can actually go and schedule your exam and whatnot. The exams will take place in between February 27th and March 13th of 2021. Again, this is information from the website. If things change after I post this episode, I'll try to keep up on it, you know, update y'all as I can, but just know that as of September 2nd, these are the numbers that we're looking at here. So, once you take the exam, it's been a couple months before you actually get the results. I know for some of my peers and colleagues who took the exam. They took the exam in, you know, March of 2019 and then they found out in June-ish of when they actually got their results back. So it's not a quick exam turnaround. Um, You do have to have a lot of patience and try to quell the excitement of, you know, that's been building for so many months of studying, but it's definitely worth it when you finally get on the other side and you're, you know, you've passed and You get to really call yourself a certified specialist in oncology, which I think is a really wonderful thing. It demonstrates not just to our peers, but also to our colleagues in the medical oncology and otherwise oncology community that you really know what you're talking about. You know, you have this really well-rounded, expansive knowledge and grasp of oncology and what it means to work with these patients and to serve them well. And I know Scott Capoza, who's been on the podcast a couple times, has talked about how it's totally changed his relationship with his medical oncology peers because they see that, you know, title, board-certified specialist in oncology after his name, and they sit up and they pay attention. And... For so much of the medical community that does very much focus in on the different certifications and board specialties and whatnot, when PTs have that, it means something. And even though they may not know exactly what all goes into the preparation for that exam and that process, they get that you put a lot into it. And I think that's a really wonderful thing that, again, just demonstrates how competent and qualified professionals, we are to actually work with these patients who have cancer. So enough on that, let's talk a little bit about the application process. So again, on the website, abpts.org, underneath the certification oncology specific section, there's a candidate, excuse me candidate guide there's a 2021 online application and then some more information about exam deferral checking your status and then different resources when it comes to actually prepping for the exam so you should review the candidate guide of course before you apply gives you some really good information on what you need to know about the exam you know preparing for the exam and whatnot and then the link to actually apply for the exam is listed below. So if you go to the link, it will actually pull up the exam portal and there's kind of two different things that you'll see. So for me, I did not go through a clinical residency in oncology. If I did, it would look a little different. So I'm going to talk about first if you didn't do an oncology residency and then I'll come back around and talk about what I know from the other side. So when you go into the application, you have to fill out a section that asks about your direct patient hours, direct patient care hours over the past, I think, 10 years. And you have to have 2,000 hours of direct patient care in order to apply for the exam. So that means that new grads who haven't been practicing for that long cannot apply. For me, I hit that mark... Um, probably a few months ago, I think back in March or February. Um, so that would be about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half of practice for me. Now that may look very different for you depending on, you know, how long you've been working in oncology versus how long you've been working with other types of patients. I exclusively work with oncology patients, so those hours were really easy for me to add up. It may take a little more math on your end to figure out how many hours you actually have for oncology-specific patient care. Everything is spelled out really well in the application. Um, It was pretty straightforward when it came to filling it out. So once you, of course, demonstrate that, you do have to have that confirmed by somebody who can actually vouch for the fact that you worked with these patients. So for me, I I put my supervisor in as my person to vouch for whatever the title of that section is, and it then sent him an email. And once he completed the email, then that was pretty much done for. And basically he just had to go into the email that was sent, click a couple things to attest that I actually did those hours, and then we were good to go. So once that's taken care of, you can complete the rest of the application, which is really the case study. So for the case study, you have to pick a patient case that really demonstrates that you know what you're talking about and there's more much much more information when it comes to the candidate guide and the different resources for putting this together but they the the council wants you to demonstrate that again you actually know what you're doing you're effective and you're safe with these patients so again there's more guidance on how to pick a particular patient case. Um, For me, I was able to reflect on several different patient cases. I went through and I I brainstormed a couple of them, and then I kind of weeded out which one would be best, I think, for the actual application process. So that's how I decided on mine. I know that my study buddy had to – so. She actually went through an oncology residency, so her process has been a little different. So she just had to submit proof that she actually completed the clinical residency, and then she's good to go. And for her, she actually already had a case report that she had written up, a really big one as part of her residency, that she's now using and kind of tweaking as appropriate for the actual exam application. So again, if you already have a really nice case report, that might be appropriate to use for your application. Again, check with the actual recommendations and the requirements of the application. Um, That's where you should ultimately check on if you have any sort of questions to make sure that that's entirely appropriate. Um, I think a good strategy would be to have a colleague or two review your case report before you submit it to make sure that you know the grammar all sounds correct you haven't omitted any information that you know really is pertinent to the case report and just to have another set of eyes on it to say yep looks good go ahead and submit it so when you apply there are of course fees that you have to pay to sit for the exam and for oncology let me go ahead and pull this up really quick So, it's broken up into different fees. So, there's the application review fee, and then there's the examination fee, and those have different deadlines. So, again, for oncology, the initial deadline is October 1st and that's when the application review fee is due and that is $525 for APTA members and for non-APTA members it's $870. So you get quite a bit of savings when you actually do the when you're an APTA member signing up for um, these exams and it's not just oncology that these rates are good for it's others as well but we're again we're just smoking excuse me Focusing specifically on oncology. So October 1st is that application review fee. And then on December 28th, the examination fee is due. For APTA members, this is $810. And for non-APTA members, this is $1,535. Again, those amounts are due on December 28th. So if you're doing the quick math here trying to add up what the costs are going to be for you for APTA members, total total fees are going to be $1,335 to apply and to sit for the oncology specialist certification exam. For non-APTA members, the total amount that you're going to end up paying is $2,405. So that is a $1,000 plus difference between APTA members and non-APTA members. And I don't know about y'all, my dues definitely make up for that difference and then some. So all the more reason to be an APTA member. Again, I'm a big proponent of that if you haven't heard me talk about that on the podcast. And this is just another reason to be an APTA member because you get discounts on stuff like this as well as conferences, etc., etc. They're not paying me to say that, but I really feel very strongly about it. So if you're not an APTM member, I would highly recommend that you do so for a variety of reasons. But at the end of this, you do get discounts on the oncology specialist certification exam application fees and whatnot. So always a good thing. You do have the opportunity to defer the exam. Let's say that you you know, get to a certain point and you say, you know what, I'm not going to take it. There's more information in the application guide. You can also uh, retake the exam. Again, there's more information about that actually in the guide here. I'm not going to go over. But it's really important that you make sure you've got all your ducks in a row before you submit your application. So making sure that you've got your case study done. You have your application done. And for the case study, just a quick note on that. So. Within the application, there's different text boxes where you will fill out different sections of the case study. So there's there's defined sections that you have to complete as part of the case study, and then you will copy and paste, or you can actually type that information into those text boxes. So there's very, again, defined sections that you will include, and it's all excuse me, all lined out in the um, application guide and the actual application itself. Okay, so all this to say we're less than a month away from the deadline and I know that I have stuff to get together. I need to submit that application and just be done with it. I'm really really excited about it again because it's going to be another opportunity to just show more of what we know and to demonstrate that we can really help these patients and you know it shouldn't be a game of alphabet soup I know that some people really like to just go and get certifications and that's cool if that's what drives you at the end of the day but for me I know that by sitting for this exam and taking this exam I am going to be so much more knowledgeable about so many other things in oncology physical therapy than what I was previously and that means the world to me. It would obviously be really really great if I pass and then I am a board certified specialist in oncology but I am already learning so much just over the past few months and for me I know this sounds a little weird, but for me during COVID, having that study time has been really comforting and it's really nice to know that I can still keep my brain really active and learn all of these things that I can then take into my actual patient care. So really, really good stuff. If you are considering taking the exam, I would highly encourage you head on over to AB pts.org check it out see if it's something you're interested in it is not too late there is still time to sign up for the exam and if you're even considering it I highly 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 recommend you do so so there you have it that's our exam today excuse me that's our episode today on the oncology specialist certification exam if you want more information on taking the exam or preparing for the exam I actually interviewed Lauren Miller who was a PT in the first cohort of the uh specialist exam passers. Earlier, I think it was last year, last year or so. And she talked all about how she prepared for it and then also Scott Capoza in one of our previous interviews talked about how he took the exam, kind of how he prepared, and then how he is advising people to, you know, be prepared and get ready for the exam to be as successful as possible. So I will link to both of those episodes in the show notes. Really great resources. And yeah, that's all I've got for you today. So last thing that I am requesting of y'all this week. So next week The episode will release on September 9th, which is actually my birthday. And so I wanted to do something special for y'all. And so what I'm going to do is an Ask Me Anything episode. So what I'm asking of y'all is to submit your questions. Anything you want to know about the OncoPT, about me, about oncology, physical therapy, or, well, frankly, anything else that's pertinent, please send it to me, whether that's email whether you're commenting on my social media, please send me your questions. And I'm really looking forward to them. I'm going to be answering them on an episode and I'll release it next week, September 9th. So send in those questions, y'all. Thanks so much and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Onco PT podcast. For more episodes, visit theoncopt.com.